Welcome to Robert's Random Ruminations. On this glorious episode, we'll be covering the following things. The World of Repetio. The Adventures. In this episode, we'll talk more about some of the adventurers who are going to travel through these stories of Repetio. Our narrator, once again, is Resh, a historian of the Repetian histories, and he'll be talking about some of the crucial heroes that met and explored these grand lands back in the day, well before current era. Um, if you're interested in having further adventures into this world and seeing some and reading some more, um, make sure you visit my uh, website, uh, robertsrandomruminations.wordpress.com for further information about the world of Repetia, maps, pictures, etc. So, without further ado, let's get started into the world of Repetia. You might remember me from the last episode, my name is Ras. And today I want to cover some basics before we go further into these grand adventures. And I wanted to introduce you a little bit to the group of people who I met up with so many moons ago and would basically be my guide in this world. Um, there are a couple of members. Andre, uh, he is a soldier and the leader of the group. He is from the Flatlands. Um, he was trained to be a border guard. Uh, by the Order of the Sparrow, and they are a glorious group that we'll talk about a little bit later on. Uh, Rast the Bold, uh, she actually is uh, what we call a, a mind carer by trade. It's a person um, who can read the thoughts of others. She does it through an artifact passed along by her grandmother. Now, so rumors say. Uh, Tanzio. Um, uh, oh, and by the way, before I forget, uh, Rastia is the bold Europa, so she actually has been named, as I mentioned before, if you are named in this world, you actually get a chance to, uh, if you wish, to be in government or leadership. Uh, she never chose that, though. Uh, she felt her abilities gave her an unfair advantage over everyone else. Um, uh, Tanzio, uh, he is actually a mountain repetition. Um, the mountains uh, are typically shorter in stature than the ones who live on the land, just nature of it. Um, he actually is the only one in the group with a mode of transportation, so he often is the mode of transportation. Um, then we have... Uh, Emil, she is a very tiny young uh, Repetian. Uh, she's from the farthest swamps, very mysterious place. Um, and she actually is what we call kind of a tinkerer. She uh, builds things with mechanical uh, gidgets and gazmos and so forth. Very clever girl, uh, very, very fun. Um, she also is very good at finding food, which I can tell you was quite an adventure in and of itself a couple of times. Um, and then we have the weirdest member. Now, I'm going to keep him a secret for now. We don't meet him, and he doesn't start with the group. He kind of joins in a little bit later. So, what I'd like to do is I'd like to start off with a little bit of a backstory about each of the characters. That will get us a good start. So, first off, I want to talk about Andre. Now, I have some documents on him, but he is a soldier, a leader, kind of a gruff man. 
he believes in protecting at all costs. Now, he was uh, brought into this fold of the story uh, due to a sense of duty. They were um, basically a scouting troop, this little party, to go and explore some of the Badlands beyond the borders. Now, part of the history of our people before this, after those ten years of we don't know what happened, was really just building land, creating farms and all the rest. And a lot of it was very easy to do, but there were parts that were a little more complex. There were creatures out there. And the one thing I guess we've all wished for is the ability to talk to them. We're not an aggressive, violent people, but we do need protecting just like everyone else. And the border guards, like Andre, were the front lines of that. And he'd seen a lot of things that he wished he had not seen. And he and the border guards have lost the innocence the rest of us have. The creatures are numerous. The most common one is a, a creature with a very mean disposition, and they crawl across the borderland. Six legs and two eyes, and very, very hard shells on their back. And they're very hard to uh, fight against. And one of the things we've uncovered is we've uncovered creatures that can get through these shells, and those creatures are very hard to tame. But the border guard, specifically the Order of the Sparrow, they have found a way to get these creatures tamed and are using them to help fight off um, these horrible creatures. More into that later. So that's Andre, and that's kind of his background. So, very big leader, and he was kind of the one who went out and found the other members of this group to help him explore. And the idea was of this mission is there were certain parts of the, of the uh, lands that were outside of, of the realm of known things that were rumored to have fantastical creatures that could actually be very helpful in defeating these and driving back these creatures so that there could be protection and could be more lands because we were growing we did need new lands but we didn't want to displace creatures that were pleasant or we could coexist with them. these were very aggressive creatures we had to have some way of protecting ourselves so we were very afraid they'd come farther inland towards us um resist the bold she is one of a very select group of very intelligent and clever people who have found some of the artifacts, and this is a very big part of what we uncover in our adventures that we'll talk about, of the world that was before. And it's always been rumored there's been a world of people before, but we've never really fully explored it. Uh, because it's a lot of it is on the other side of the continent and the areas we haven't explored. But ruins and occasionally a very brave Repetian would travel across the lands and find one of these very strange artifacts and she was one of them her grandmother great-grandmother some long ago relative had found this item and uncovered that it gave the wearer or at least in her family the ability to read minds now not all thoughts but kind of surface emotions surface thoughts things of that nature she found very helpful to helping those who were dealing with emotional problems and so forth has been kind of a thing of the of her family 
Now she is, of course, like many of us, has to hunt for food, and she is very well-rounded and has a great history with her father and her mother of being very apt and adept at the blade, uh, specifically small daggers. She's a very, very good weapon for her. She's very nimble and agile, a brain and of body. Um, very upbeat, well, young lady, uh, very carefree, as, as the adventures will show, but she does have a serious side, and it really is regarding and around the idea of what she had experienced by reading the thoughts of others, of helping people through traumas and people dying as things tend to happen, and she has a lot of burden there to bear. Now, uh, Tanzio Mio, he is a kind of a weird fellow. Again, I don't really know much about the mountain folk. They are very, very daring, and when he heard of this mission, he was automatically on board. The mountain folk are very adventurous, very uh, willing to take on a challenge, and when he heard there was exploration of the free lands going or the unknown lands going on, he was he was totally with it. Um, very small creatures as being mountain folk, but they have these amazing creatures, we call them lizards, and they're four legs. And the particular, to choose particular species we use for mounts in general, his species has this marvelous multicolored frill around its neck. Uh, almost, almost looks like, like hair, but it's not. And a long body, long tail, and a very agile head. Big mouth filled with lots of dangerous teeth. But if you can tame them, which is a relative term for these particular breed, um, the groundlings have a variety as well. But there was a very tame and very sturdy and, and, and timid and shy, and, and but very, very useful. These, they have these magnificent um, feet that almost have sticky pads on the bottom. I mean, they're not. They're tiny hairs that will stick to almost any surface when, when, when applied. And the exciting thing about them is they can literally climb up the side of a mountain, almost straight up to the top, and... And in the riders are strapped in, and they're riding up the sides of these mountains to to hunt beasts or to 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 grow gardens or whatever it is they do, and it's amazing to watch. And and he was definitely the the bravest of us all as far as taking risks and trying to find unusual creative ways of solving things like that, physical things. Um, and he's very funny, very funny fellow. Um, so Mio, Mio is she's. She came along, and here's the interesting part. She came along on this adventure because she um, is an orphan, poor thing. And she came from the swamps. Now, she just kind of showed up in our city one day, and we never figured out where she came from until she started talking, because she didn't talk at first. But I kind of took her under my wing uh, for a bit when I found her on the streets, just kind of wandering around. And, we don't really believe in our culture, in, in homeless Repeshians. If you see a, a Repeshian mountain or, or groundling just wandering around aimlessly, you bring them in. You know, it's an honor to bring them in and feed them and clothe them and, and find them a purpose, you know, of something to do. So very, very much uh, a part of our world, which is partially one of the reasons I got named. Very, very, um, and not to brag, but... I've been kind of a namesake of what it is to be Repeshian. So I took her in, cleaned her up, and she's been fascinating ever since, building all kinds of 
contraptions to help tell time better, help to figure out the seasons better, uh, metal contraptions to help uh, things grow faster, just all kinds of things. And she finds these metals. Uh, she has little bits from the swamp, um, but she's found more here. Don't know where she goes to find them, but she has all these pieces of bits and gears and things, and she finds them and puts them together, and she's worked with our forgers to uh, create more types of metals. So she's definitely got a career ahead of her. Very proud of her. Very proud. Um, but she's not very talkative. She's very quiet. Um, but she does enjoy the company of Tanzino because uh, he tells a good joke. So that's a big part of her kind of her thing. Um, so that's the real core of the group. So now that I've done introductions, um, I want to kind of talk about the first meeting of this glorious group of adventurers. When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. This means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I enjoy podcasting, and I've done it quite a while, but this is literally the easiest way to do it. And I have enjoyed using Anchor both here and in other podcasting that I've done. So if you always want to get a start in podcasting and you're doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. We've talked about the team a little bit. Let me go back to the start. So, as you may or may not be aware, I, I came from the, the Grassy Valley. Now, the Grassy Valley is kind of a large place, of course, a large continent part of this world. But the biggest thing of it, of course, is that I came from the city. Uh, the city is one of, of. Well, it doesn't matter. Anyways. The city is glorious, let me put it that way, a place of scholarly knowledge and learnings of the past. Now, I've been a lot of different places in my time, and I had traveled to, as I had mentioned, where I met uh, uh, the leader of our little group um, in the flatlands where he had uh, lived for most of his life previously to be meeting him. So I met him there, and I had uh, traveled that far to meet him, and I sat with him, and we talked for quite a long while, and I said to him, I said, I need your help. There's a part of this land that is unknown to us, very close to here, near the borders, and there are swamps there, and in these swamps, there are many creatures. Specifically, there are these creatures of legend that are called the Foxian. Foxian creatures, uh, uh, and the name has changed over the histories, but the idea is the same. Uh, the Foxians are a small creature, and I mean 
no larger than um, an arm of, of, one of, our, of one of your people. And they are most powerful in that they are actually able to control fire. Their bodies excrete flames uh, in, in small bursts and are very hot to the touch in general. And this is a very powerful tool uh, for many things. A rumor has it that these legendary creatures may be intelligent and may be able to help us with our cause against these uh, wild creatures of the borderlands, which uh, some days threaten to overrun us completely, and other days are just uh, dangerous. But it could really help us explore if we had something like this on our side. His response to me was less than, than, than successful, or uh, less than thrilled. He's like, well, if I remember, he said, the, the real world out beyond these borders are quite dangerous for anyone, let alone someone like yourself, who has no real uh, experience with this type of uh, adventure. I said, well, that's exactly my point. Uh, I need someone like yourself to help me to erase these lands and to make them truly uh, tamed for our people. Uh, I have a, a sponsor or two who have hundreds of our people ready and willing to travel to these lands to, to sustain them, but they're afraid, and I can't blame them for the creatures that are there. So our job, or my job, is to find a group uh, of people, small group, that can go to these lands and find uh, what's going on there, what the dangers actually are, and if we can um, tame them. So. The, the, the biggest part, of course, is maybe finding one of these creatures first to help guide our way. He was less than uh, thrilled, uh, especially since I told him of my young ward who would be coming with us as well. But when he saw her skills and her uh, uh, workings of her little toys and gadgets, he was more than pleasant to bring her along as she did seem like she would be most useful. So. We were off and running. Uh, we had the first two members of our group together. Now, he had mentioned, uh, uh, Andre, that there were uh, another person he knowed that she was um, lived in the next city over and would be a very uh, much of use to us as well. And I was very excited by this. And so we went forth and we went to this village, it's uh, another land within the Dark Plains, and she was very hard to get in touch with at first because nobody uh, would guess where she was. She's, she was famous, like everybody knew her. They were like, no, 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 you can't go see her. No, 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 you can't do that. So she was very protected uh, from outsiders like ourselves. So uh, they didn't know us very well, but they did know Andre. So Andre went and talked to her, and he, the recollections that he had of a conversation went something like this. He had went up to her and he had said, uh, we are part of a group of people who are going out adventurers to look into these new lands. And we need to go out and explore these lands and find the Foxians. Uh, may exist out there to help guide our way. Are you interested in coming with us and, and keeping us together and safe uh, in a mental capacity uh, as it may be 
a lot of uh, trials and tribulations outside this world. Uh, would you be interested? Um, and it took a while, according to him, to get her to really want to come along. But she finally joined us, and now we had uh, Rassus, uh, Andre, myself, and of course uh, my young ward, uh, Mio, all together. Except for one last person, which of course was a very important because we had no way to really travel through these lands. Uh, we needed someone with a mount, a lizard, uh, to travel with because even though I had money, which was great, uh, no one was really willing to go out to these badlands and explore. So we kind of put an advert out in the local papers and the other communications forms we had and we went out into the world and waited, if you will, uh, certainly for a few days. And we finally got an, 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 a reply, and that was uh, how we met Tonzio. Uh, he was very excited to join our group, and uh, his very large lizard mount had more than enough room for all of us. Uh, and since it was going to be over land, it would be fairly safe, and we're going to be climbing up the sides of mountains, or at least so we hoped at that very early introduction. So, we now had our team together, and we now prepared to take on our first real adventure uh, as a group of travelers into this foreign land. Now, the first adventure, uh, which we'll talk very much about in the uh, next entry, is that of the mysterious Lost Village. And this village uh, no longer exists on any of the maps, but we uncovered it near the borderlands, and what we found there was quite startling and shocking, and it really led us to very big discoveries in the new world. And yeah, we will be back again in the next episode, so I hope you enjoyed uh, this brief interlude into the world of Rapatio. Thank you guys so much for joining for this episode of Robert's Random Ruminations. Um, you can also follow along the story of Repetia with maps, visuals, and other details uh, on my website of robertsrandomruminations.wordpress.com. Um, others of my short stories and novels uh, are available on um, booksy.com as well, so please follow me there as well. Um, I have regular updates on my Facebook page for all of these things and more, so please follow me on all my media sites and uh, let me know your feedback on this episode of The World of Fascio. Thank you for once again listening to the Robert's Random Ruminations. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Robert's Random Ruminations. Don't forget to follow me on Booksy.com under Robert Dragon Pollock. And also follow me on Facebook as well. Uh, make sure to check me out on the Booksy site. And we look forward to any feedback you have regarding my book or the podcast. Have a great day.